Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Captain's Log, the show devoted to discussions and insights into pop culture with an emphasis on cinema in the occasional themed episodes. This is your captain speaking, Jose Valle, and it's time for us to begin our transmission. we have a special show devoted to giving you the definitive Halloween movie list, what you must watch and what you can skip. Joining me tonight is my guest and fellow media club member, Mason Schrader. Uh, Mason, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? You could, uh, you can call me first, first mate then? Yeah, am I guess. Am I your first, am yeah, I your, yeah, yeah. first guest? You are my first guest, yeah. Then I think I would be your first mate, yeah. Yeah, okay. So then first mate, Mason. That's That's correct, yeah. Uh, why don't you tell us um, about your interests, like what you're doing here at William Penn, your um, year? Um, so I'm a junior here at William Penn. Um, I, uh, am an, I'm a Digicom major, as you know, um, and I, uh, I like making little, little movies and stuff. With each movie on the list, we will tell you the information about it in a quick summary and then give you our thoughts on it and decide whether it's a scare or... You know, like I'm like gonna not. say whether it's a thrill or a kill. Oh, there we go. That's if good. I, a, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. So what I have written down is it's a scare or not a scare. Or like so, if it's a thrill, it's thrilling. It's great. Go watch mm. it. And if it's a kill, kill it. Don't watch it, man. Exactly. Yeah. Basically, it's whether or not they add to the spookiness or the ominous feeling of Halloween, and not whether or not they're good films. Like that's not what we're going to be judging. It's whether or not. You need to watch them during the season. Um, the list was assembled from various uh, different lists put together by the likes of Seventeen, L, Time, and Esquire, and then uh, from suggestions taken from friends. So let's let's dive in. <laughs> that that um, that suggestions from friends. That's where the list just 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 it just, just goes down, down, and it's it's weird. It's got like the highest movies of all time, and then it's just like eighties B movies. <laughs> that's yeah, that's pretty much it. So the first one is Paranormal Activity, which was, and this is just the first film. A lot of these are franchises, um, but I chose to just pick the first one because I think, you know, it's, it started it, the franchise. Right. You wouldn't have a franchise without the first one. Exactly. Um, so the first one is Paranormal Activity, which was directed by Oren Pelly and released in 2009. Uh, the plot of this is pretty simple. Um, I think uh, so. It's 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 this girl and her boyfriend. There's weird stuff going on in their house, so they decide to set up cameras and record what's going on. Spooky stuff happens. Lots of things move. Some Turns paranormal out a, activity some happens. Par- there you go. Wow, yeah. It's you like could, there's a word you could for say that. What is, what is the main character's name again? I, oh, it's uh, not Katie, is it? Yeah, Katie. Okay. Katie Featherson. Katie and Mika? Is the actress's name. And she plays Katie is just what she's listed. Oh, okay. IMDb. That's really creative. Oh, and then Micah Sloat, who is the male lead. Right. Um, is he, well, okay, we'll get into it later. He plays Micah, so they didn't really get yeah. super hard. Well, I think the reason they did that is because this came out, uh, 2009 and they tried to like, they tried to advertise it as it was real found footage. Well, so they just named yeah. the characters after the, yeah the actors to be here's, like, here's my thing. This movie is an excellent example of making something on like no budget, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this was made on like. I mean, the, the effects are so simple. Right. Uh, but honestly, it's it's a genius idea as far as the first one goes. Right. Um, do you think it's it's a, a thrill or a kill? Okay. If this were... Because it's 2018, right? Now? Yes. Yes. Yes, okay. So this came out in 2007. In 2007, I think it would probably get a thrill. But because it's 10 years later... And there's been so many movies, like copycat movies of this movie right here. Mm-hmm. I think it's got to be a kill. I just, I don't think anything is a, like original feeling in it anymore. Right. And I mean, it's not its fault. It made the genre. But I mean, I th- at this point, I, it's like, I, there's no point. You've, If you haven't seen Paranormal Activity, I'm sure you've seen at least one other movie that's just like it. Well, yeah. And, and like Mason said, I do have to give props to them because they did spawn like five other films which the uh, quality other films is, with the same name right countless films and also they f- like that you see like that those like trick films yeah and like a video mm-hmm. stores that are like ghost activity that <laughs> yeah. like you you rent thinking it's paranormal yeah. activity You're like oh i heard about this and then you get it and it's not mm-hmm. it's not the right movie but i i mean i i think when i first watched it as a kid and i didn't know 
Like I, I remember I actually believed it was real. Yeah. I was well, tricked. Fair. Yeah. I mean, it's it's because it's it's grounded. Right. You know what I mean? Like half the the it's a slow burn. It starts out mm-hmm. with the movie. It's just like the pool cleaner keeps getting popped out right. of the pool or something. Yeah. And you're like, is this the all the powerful <laughs> this, this ghost yeah. is? <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah but i would agree with mason that it it's it's a it's a kill yeah i don't yeah, think it's absolutely. an i don't think it's a thrill there are much better found footage uh films that you could watch you know i was just thinking we should have if we had done this thrill and kill thing earlier you would have a button you could press right now that was like a wilhelm scream like that ah! Ah! yeah and yeah. then like ah! some music tones but the next one is uh zombie land which was directed by ruben i'm gonna mess this up fleischer fleischer and it was released in 2009. Um, it stars good old... Um, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, and... Uh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. And Abigail uh, Brislin. Right. So three of those I've heard a lot of. Yeah, and Brislin I think you'll probably hear more of as the time goes on. She was just really young. I mean, she was mm-hmm. like a... Played like a 13-year-old or something, if right. I remember correctly. Um, the plot of this one is pretty. Uh, it's pretty simple. It's, you know, it's a, it's a zombie movie, so it picks up after the world's gone to crap. And uh, zombies. Uh, before, actually. It shows you that bit where Jesse oh, Eisenberg right, yeah. is like with a girl or whatever. Because uh-huh. like his whole thing in this movie is like brushing a girl's hair behind her ear or something. That's right, yeah. But like, so he's like with a girl or whatever um, on a date when the zombies attack. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a good movie. Yeah. It's, and so, yeah, so then the plot is, you know, it's post apocalyptic world. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg meets up with Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone, and. Um, Abigail Breslin and they embark on shenanigans and they are trying to yeah, be and so they're all, to get this safe. Is the, right. the, the apocalypse has been happening for a while, so everyone, no one trusts each other. Mm-hmm. Everyone's very like wary of each other. Um, there's some pretty actually good character arcs or whatever. I don't want to spoil it because I'm getting the feeling this is going to be a thrill for me. Mm-hmm. But I don't, without spoiling it, uh, Woody Harrelson's character is like much deeper than you know he lets on. Yes, that's um, yeah. I remember at the time I because I mean it gave us the great like meme of. He really wanted Twinkies, and you thought like oh that and yeah. the 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 dabbing his eyes with the mm-hmm. money or whatever yeah. yeah, but um I remember thinking at the time when it was revealed what was revealed about his character I remember I was like oh wow that is this was before I really understood movies and I was like yeah. that's really cool that like it's a really it's a hard punch mm-hmm. uh, wrapped in a soft movie yeah like I mean there's harder things but uh, for the for the tone of this movie which it's a comedy I don't know right. if we, we didn't mention that this is a comedy it's light it's fun but it's got it's got some emotion to it. And uh, so then, Mason, for you, is it a thrill, thrill, or is it a kill? I'm gonna say this is your, this is a thrill, <laughs> but I'm gonna say you're having a Halloween movie night, you know, as you do. That's what I, this yeah. is the first movie you play, That's or, what, mm-hmm. or the last one. It's either the yeah. first or the last one. That's what I was gonna say. Is it's, yeah. it's, it's, it adds to the Halloween feeling because I mean the makeup and and like the zombie effects was pretty good, mm-hmm. um, and it's got its good share of jump scares. But Absolutely. then also it's funny, and so it's like something that you can. Yeah, it's like I, I think it's, it's a it's a wholesome. You know, not good. everyone's showed up for the party yet. You just throw yeah. it on. Mm-hmm. It's got the Halloween themeish and feel right. to it. Um, it's it it doesn't feel overdone to me. I mean, zombies mm-hmm. are probably overdone. Yeah, but I think this does it well enough that it kind of escapes that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you watch it on at the beginning of the night. Everyone gets settled down. You watch a more serious movie, or you just watch two or three terrifying movies. Uh-huh. You throw this on; it's a good palate cleanser at the end of the right. night. It's still got that Halloween feel, mm-hmm. but it's it makes you feel good as a person and not terrified. And it's funny. Yeah, it's, it is. It's, it's a funny. Good, it's a it's funny. Woody Harrelson's yeah. great. I mean, oh, it's yeah. great. All of it's yeah. great. All right, next one we've got Scream, which was directed by Wes Craven. That's right. And not Wes Anderson, not as, Wes I had, Anderson. as I had written in here. <laughs> and it was released in 1996. Now the the storyline of this is uh, a a girl. Uh, Played by Neve Campbell, Sydney Prescott, she's uh, harassed and, um, yeah, harassed by this this masked killer who uh, who is going around killing her friends pretty much, and he calls her all the time and he says really creepy stuff, which, yeah, yeah really creepy. No, I mean, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, I, I think that's the basic. Yeah, it's a slasher I mean, film. A I, year after the murder of her mother, a teenage girl is terrorized by a new killer who targets the girl and her friends by using horror films as part of the deadly game. Right. That was my memory. I didn't yeah. read that off of... of oh, wow. That's really was. impressive, Mason. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, uh, I would say Scream is... It's again. It's a hard. This is a hard one for me because mm-hmm. it was a good. It was a pioneer, much like Paranormal Activity. Right. I would even say it's a better movie than Paranormal Activity. Yes, but agree. it's also that one that. Well, because to me, it's like because they parodied Scream in uh, one of the scary movies. 
The first one, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like that was so successful as a parody that it surpassed Scream in pop culture. Which is funny because Scream was originally supposed to be titled Scary Movie. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. So it's like stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. It's neat because it's meta. I like meta uh-huh. things where it like is talking about horror movies. Yeah. You know, the killer like calls the girl and, he, and you know, he's like, "What's your favorite scary movie?" Yeah. And, well, and then, and I guess this isn't really a spoiler. I'm I'm gonna spoil that anyway. But the beginning with uh, Drew Barrymore's character. Yeah. He calls her up and then he's asking her all these questions and he's got her boyfriend. Do is you it Drew mean... Barrymore? Or is oh it... yeah, no Drew Barrymore. Yeah, in there. sorry, yeah. I was. In, I was in she's court. like the first kill in the movie. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but he calls her up and and. Um, He's got her boyfriend, and he's like, "I'll, I'll spare him if you answer like this movie trivia." And she answers a bunch, and then finally gets to the last one. And he's like, "Who was the killer in the original Friday the 13th? And she's like, "Jason, Jason Voorhees." And he's like, "No, you idiot! It's incorrect. You dunce! It's, it was the mother, you fool! It was all along." Yeah, and so I. So we just spoiled that movie, but it's so not I, on the list, so it's okay. Actually, it is. Well. <laughs> if you hadn't said it, it wouldn't have been. But now, oh I guess come we on, have to it's do it. it's in 1980. If you haven't. That's true. We'll try our best not right. to spoil these movies. But um, I liked Scream because, like you said, I think it was um, it was a game changer because at the time when it came out, slashers had been overdone so much That's that they true. kind of become a laughing stock. And you had That's true. I mean, and the original Halloween is great, but all the ones that followed after and it's all the fair. ones that followed it's after fair. Friday yeah, the Thirteenth yeah. and Nightmare on Elm. So it'd been done and done, and it was just all these studios crapping out more and more because it was sequels. they were cheap horror right. movies. For the most part, especially slashers, mm-hmm. they're cheap and easy to do. Right, because it's fake blood and... I mean, that's and just some creative yeah. camera shots to get to get away with and you know, so, stabbing and things. Yeah, and so I thought... I, I like Scream because it was different and it changed it up and then it kind of brought the slasher genre back on its feet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there have been better ones since. But also, I think this is Wes, Wes Craven at... You know, being being Wes Craven and that's yeah, what I, I really mean, like about I, I really like the first one. I think the sequels are eh. Yeah, I mean, which one's got Matthew but Lillard in it? It's this one, the first one. Yeah, is it? Yeah, oh, okay. he plays Stu. I love Matthew Lillard. Yeah, he's Lillard so or Mil- Lillard. Lillard. Yeah, I love yeah. him. I don't know why. I shouldn't. He's, he's just like this weird character actor. <laughs> yeah, that kept hanging out with uh, Freddie Prince or whatever. Yeah, and then they did Scooby Doo. No, not Freddie Prince. That's the that's his name in Scooby Doo, right? No, that's his name, Freddie Prince Jr. Fred Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He also played Fred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I love Matthew. What so I, I don't know. For me, I think it's gonna be a thrill just because it's a classic slasher and it's a well done slasher, and also it literally is about it's meta. It's like you said, it's all about like. Like Halloween and horror movies, so I think you, you, it's it's one that you've got to watch. All right, I'm gonna give it just because we don't have a third person to break the tie. I'm gonna agree with you and give it a thrill, Mm. but this is gonna be a lower tier tier for me. So it's like a thrill, not a thrill. Yeah, yeah, okay. Very good inflection. Yeah, thank you. All right, I'm with you. Uh, Next up is Halloween, directed by John Carpenter and released in 1978. I just watched the new one. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean they're all good. I gotta just stop saying they're good, right? Yeah. I feel like I've done that for four movies now. Uh, so the the plot of Halloween is Michael Myers. He's a he was a troubled youth. Yeah, he was a troubled youth. He got in trouble for killing his sister when he was six. He went to a mental hospital and then he returned when he was twenty three to his small town of Haddonfield. And then to he, kill again. And then he killed five teens. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Again, it's like a. It's a classic. I think it's a classic, and I think it's one of the better... Well, technically, this is like the introduction to the slasher genre, because it came before Nightmare on Elm. It came before Friday the 13th. It's true. So it's what really... Like, after this... I mean, it had been done before, but not on a major scale did here we, in the United States. Did we mention States. it was directed by John Carpenter? Yeah, John Carpenter. Who is a phenomenal... Yes. I mean, horror director. Well, and then to add to that, he also produced the score for this movie. Oh, did he really? Which is, like, insane. It's he neat, was yeah. not only just the director, but he gave us one of the most iconic movie themes of all time. Oh, yeah, no, it's great. Which, I'd never watched the film until, like, two weeks ago. Right. But as a kid, whenever I heard the Halloween, like, theme, it made me, like, scared. There's that, have you seen that fantastic new video of the, it's like a just department store display of, like, uh, Michael... Uh, Michael Myers? Michael Myers. I wanted to say Michael Moore, not, not, not him. <laughs> Scary, though, political yeah, commentary. Yes. Um, Michael Myers is like, he's like doing the stab thing or uh-huh. whatever, and like the, the score is playing, and there's this like little toddler girl who's like just dancing <laughs> along with it. It's, it's adorable. It's great. But I think it's, it's a phenomenal film because Carpenter introduced us to the slasher film, but he did a lot with not a lot. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. He, 
there's hardly any gore in the movie. Yeah. And I mean, classic staple of horror movie. Right. Low budget too. Yeah. He. I think it was like on a budget of like three hundred and something or six hundred. Yeah. I guess it wasn't that. that. It was about three hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Which isn't bad, but But it made like for its time. That was. I mean, that's like Evil Dead was also on a budget of three hundred and something. But and he filmed it all in twenty one days, which is crazy. crazy. And uh, but they had hired him to like just make this like cheap like cheap slasher film, and then he made Halloween. All of this is correct. Mm-hmm. You're completely right. Right. None of it equals a thrill for me. Really? Well, because all of this stuff is great. Film mm-hmm. 21 days, crazy. Right. Hard to do when you're making a movie. Right. However, I just think that if for what you're getting out of Halloween, I think you can just watch a, a different, a better movie. Okay. Not Halloween's fault. Yeah. Halloween was the original, but when you set a bar, mm. it's only going to be there to get past. Right. That's right. all that's all that happens when you set a bar is it's going to mm. get past eventually. So, so it's a kill for you. I'm going to say it's a kill. I feel like you got you got something else you can watch. It's a thrill for me, so <laughs> we'll leave it up to you guys. Yeah. It's it depends a 50/50. who you like more. Ta- toss a, toss a coin in the air. I mean, yeah. 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 It's who's better and it's me. It's me. Um oh, Okay. Uh the next one is Beetlejuice, which was directed by Tim Burton. And released in 1988. I'm sorry, did you say Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice. That's Beetlejuice. <laughs> That's three times, Mason. All right. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, this is a this is a thrill for me. Thrill? Uh, it's absolutely. Again, I think this is a movie you could probably watch anytime. Mm-hmm. But I love this. Did we mention who the director was? Yeah, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. I mean, which you all know Tim Burton. Yeah, he's. I think we've got like two other of, probably, of his movies yeah. on this film because he's just a like a weird like gothic kind of. I don't know. He just makes weird stuff that it's like, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. like he makes goth movies yeah. for goth kids. Yeah. Um no, Michael Keaton plays right. the titular character Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. His performance is I mean it's mwah. <laughs> like it is so good. I love I, I like Michael Keaton. Yeah. I love his performance. He's so crazy. He uh-huh. just is like you know Tim Burton was just like crank it man crank it yeah. all the way up to 10 let's punch this let's get it <laughs> and he was like i'm going for it all right it's great it's crazy it's fun i i don't want to ruin it uh but it's super good the effects hold up mm-hmm. it was made in 88 and the effects still look like really really good they're practical it's great mm-hmm. okay thrill for me too when a teenage girl is possessed by a mysterious entity her mother seeks the help of two priests to save her daughter it's the exorcist Oh, okay. That's our next movie. Well, that was really... I, this Mason, is your show. that was you? This is your show, and I have to introduce <laughs> the movies. So, The Exorcist. The Exorcist. 1973. Uh, yeah, directed by William Friedkin. Yeah. Friedkin? Friedkin. Yeah. Friedkin. Friedkin. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's a spook. This is... Okay, it's a great movie, but I don't know anything about the director. I don't know. The either. actors in it. It was, way, it was before my time. Right. Um... All I know is that it's at its time it was considered like highly controversial. There was like a lot of stuff that supposedly went on behind the scenes, like spooky ghost stuff, spooky curse stuff, Ooh. spooky demon stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I know for the time it was it was terrifying. Oscar winner for best screenplay. Oh wow. Oscar winner for best sound. Oh wow. Not not too bad. Not too bad for a horror movie. The so this is an older movie, and I know mm-hmm. it's only this is the oldest movie we've done by three years. And I feel like, in theory, you wouldn't think that three years makes mm-hmm. a whole lot of difference, but it really does. And you can really tell because, like, all the pictures for the characters on IMDb, they're all over the age of 45 in their pictures. Mm. But, like, the one girl was 12 or something when she did the movie. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's just like, uh, I don't know. It's a good movie. I'm going to say it's a... Th- I don't even know why we're talking about this. This is The Exorcist. Because yeah, it's a thrill. It's a thrill. Yeah, you have It's to. so scary without the jump scares this was before your jump scares mm-hmm. i mean honestly it's a girl possessed by the devil in a room and it's terrifying i yeah. mean it's scary yeah like it okay. doesn't make you it doesn't pop your adrenaline up or anything right. but it's like creepy to watch all right next up nightmare on elm street directed. it's a thrill right both thrill yeah oh definitely <laughs> yeah thrill uh and then nightmare on elm street which was directed by wes craven and released in 1984 that's um, a story Tell, oh yeah, a monstrous oh, wow. spirit of a slain janitor. Ooh, 
seeks revenge by I'm not laughing at janitors. I just think it's funny <laughs> that they described him as a monstrous spirit of a slain janitor. Uh, seeks revenge by invading the dreams of teenagers whose parents were responsible for his untimely death. Right, and Petty. remember, he's he's seeking revenge on the parents who killed him for being a pedophile. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, so, so his, it's really like I guess he is, no, I guess monstrous like, was the right word. Coming wasn't to it? him, like it's not like yeah. he can be like I was an innocent man who was murdered. This no. is a fun movie. I don't know. I love these older movies. The effects are very like when was this? Uh, 84? 84. So the effects are very 80s. It's got that classic stre- where you lay like a latex thing and then you stretch it and you're like, ooh, yeah, what's in the wall? Like fog machines on the set. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a good movie, I guess. Johnny Wes Craven's Depp, Johnny Depp's in it. Yeah, that's right. He gets... A young Johnny Depp. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. Watch it. Uh, I'm going to give it a throw. Yeah, same for me, throw. Um, the first one, yeah. I mean, the sequels. Uh, it's a lower one. It's one of those ones again where it's, it's like... It's a thrill. Yeah, it's a thrill. Not Watch a it. thrill. Yeah. Yeah. Friday the 13th, directed by Sean S. Cunningham and released in 1980. Fun fact, this movie features a young Kevin Bacon. But yeah, Friday the 13th. <laughs> yeah. Directed right? by Sean S. Cunningham and released in 1980. Um, Thriller kill, Mason. I mean, what's the story first? Tell us the story. Right. So a group of camp counselors are stalked and murdered by an unknown assailant while trying to reopen a summer camp, which, years before... Was the sight of a child's drowning. Wow. I mean, I don't know. I watched this for the first time last week. Yeah. Here's the thing. When you watch it, it feels like it's a movie older than The Exorcist. Right. This is where filmmaking <laughs> yeah. comes in. Where you watch it and you're like, this is more. This is less modern than, than the, Exorcist, the Exorcist. Than made, 1970, made, 1973's The Exorcist. So seven years earlier. An Exorcist came out, which holds up more than this movie. Yeah, does. and that's not to say this movie's bad. I just here's the thing: we've been thrilling left and right. I feel like mm-hmm. I don't remember. I, I didn't keep a tally, yeah. but we've been we've been all thrills and like two or three kills. Yeah, and we can't just give you guys a list of like fifty movies to watch. Right. I'm gonna get a little stricter. All right. I'm buckling down. I'm gonna kill this movie. <laughs> That sounded aggressive. <laughs> I'm going to say this movie is a kill for me just because I don't think you're... There's nothing this movie's going to give you that you're not going right. to get from a better movie later on. It's a, it's a slasher, and it's one of like the first early slashers. Yeah. But I also feel like you That's can skip thing. it. That's the thing. A lot I, of this list is like the epitome, like the original movie that started these like mm-hmm. these genres and stuff, and like started a bunch of copycat yeah. movies, and they're good, but I just think they've been done a little bit better. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I don't... Like I said, I watched this for the first time last week, and I remember going, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not it's our got fault. some interesting kills, but it's like, it's, it's not nothing our fault. To- we were born into this technology. We are, it takes oh, a lot boy. to Here get to get us young generation oh, real boy. riled up and afraid. It does. I'm yeah. not kidding. Mean, no, it, it happens, does. Yeah, we you know. Think, yeah, just you just watch because it's like we get see the we, such realistic gore and stuff yeah. now in movies. And yeah. when you watch these practical effects, there's something to be, you know. There's something to be lost. I mean, Kevin Bacon wears a uh, speedo in this. <laughs> so if anything, I changed my mind. <laughs> it's a thrill. <laughs> yeah, it's a kill for me. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's yeah. a kill. All right, next up, and I, I, I want to know your opinion. Actually, I think it was you or Cheyenne that suggested this one. Is the Cabin in the Woods directed by Drew? Is it Goddard? Goddard? Uh, yeah, I think it's Goddard. Goddard and released in 2012. Which he actually, I didn't know this until today, but he's the showrunner for. Daredevil, or he like got it started. Oh, that's yeah, neat. That's pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is um, good. Good. Yeah, no, no. Show. Um, so here's the thing about this movie. It's fantastic. It's an absolute thrill. Mm-hmm. You guys need to watch it because it's got. This is what I'm talking about. It's a modern movie, so it's got that like because it's got mm-hmm. that thing that keeps that'll keep you on your seat. That'll keep you interested. Yeah. Um, it's written by Joss Whedon. Yeah. Who um, I love Joss Whedon. He's a good writer. Mm-hmm. He did Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, which is a good show. He did Firefly, yeah. which I loved. So, okay, so this is great. Mm-hmm. This is a deconstruction, right? You've got five friends go for a break to a remote cabin where they get more than they bargained for, discovering the truth behind a cabin in the woods. It is the horror story. It's the most classic. Right. Five teens in a remote location get attacked and have to survive. Yeah. It's got a lot of Evil Dead 
tones yeah, in it. Yeah, I was gonna say five teens is well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, how many it's got your are. archetypes. You got like the jock, yeah. and like the nerd, and all those people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's such a it's such a it's it's so good. It's Joss Whedon is such a sharp writer. Mm-hmm. I mean, witty and just it's like a like a like a whip crack. It's so, right. like sharp. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writing's great. The story's got twists into it that keeps it interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the acting is good. It's got Chris Helmsworth. I mean, he's a good actor. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely thrill a hundred percent. Watch Cabin in the Woods this Halloween. I would I would agree as well. Uh, it's a thrill because I think it's very much like Scream, where it was one of these movies that came along and it was like it took a genre that was like, eh, and it, then it was like, yeah, boom, here's Released something in 2013. new. 2013. Let me throw that out there. Was it 2013 or 2012? 2013. Okay. Um. So it's got that, but it's like, it, it doesn't, it's not, it's reinventing mm-hmm. the genre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's telling a classic story in a new way that you haven't seen before. It's so good. And I, yeah, I remember, th- I, I'm not gonna lie. The first time I watched it, I was confused because I, yeah. I didn't understand it. Right. Yeah, and yeah. then this, with each time that I went back, I was like, oh man, this is, well, this I, is I feel interesting. Like, I feel like it's hard to get into horror movies because mm. the first watch, you know, you're so busy being like like startled and on edge mm-hmm. by what's happening yeah that you don't get to like let the sink in like the craft of the filmmaking and the sharp writing right. and the, the the acting it's like that doesn't sink in until your second or third watch around when you're like oh man this is like a good movie too right yeah, yeah. so it's great it's yeah definitely through yeah. up, up on yeah. that list all right the shining directed by stanley kubrick kubrick is it kubrick or kubrick um are stanley you kubrick. english or american uh neither okay well i mean like <laughs> yeah i'm american <laughs> So, we say Kubrick. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's people England. It's pronounced Kubrick. So Kubrick. Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. Which was released in 1980. And it's great. I've not seen The Shining. Okay. It's on my list. So let's compare. I'm going to compare this to um, the um, Friday the Thirteenth. Okay. Because we talked about that one feeling old, right? Uh-huh. This movie made the same year. I, the the filmmaking and the craft. I'm just gonna nerd out on that for just a second. It's great. It's immaculate. I shouldn't have picked a Kubrick film. S- uh, Stanley Kubrick is like he's the guy. He's yeah. the director. Mm. You know what I mean? For me yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. But he's got clout. He's great. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say this movie's gonna be a kill though. Okay. Because I don't think it's gonna. It's not a good popcorn movie. The Shining is a like a sludge. It's like okay. Kubrick is like I'm gonna punch you yeah. in the subconscious. <laughs> With crazy layouts, like right. I could go, I could do an entire hour on just how crazy The Shining is. So it's a kill then. But it's 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 a great movie. You guys should watch it if you get the chance. Uh, I wouldn't put it on the top of your Halloween list though. Okay. Uh, what about Psycho, which was directed by Alfred Hitchcock and released in 1960? Yeah, that's the noise. That's, that's the music the noise, cue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the noise that um, Alfred Hitchcock made when he told people about the movie. <laughs> They're like, "What's your new film?" And he's like, "Oh, it's called Psycho." And then he was like, oh, "Hold on, wait, hold on." Oh yeah, no, oh, in. Oh, oh, hello, hello. I'm Alfred Hitchcock. Oh wow, thank you for Have stopping in. Have you seen my for... new my movie, the, the Psycho? Have you seen it? I, I, I well, there's a scene where it's like, "Read, read, read." Oh, it's so good. Okay, I gotta go now. Okay, uh, well, thank you for coming in from the afterlife. That was wow. Wow, he Alfred was great. Hitchcock just came in. Where did he come from? What? Um, no, okay. Uh, this kill. is a really hard one. I don't know. Do you Again, have an opinion? I, I want have, you to go I first. I haven't seen it. It's on oh, okay. the top of my gotcha. list. Yeah, yeah. Literally, it's like next watch. That American Psycho. I'm going to go ahead and kill it. Yeah. I, for the same reason as The Shining. I've watched the my, the Vince Vaughn one. The 98 one. There's a Vince Vaughn Psycho? Yeah. They remade it. Well, I know there were more Psychos. I just didn't know they Vince re- Vaughn yeah, one. Yeah, he, he played... Uh, um, Norman Bates? Norman Bates in the 1998 one. I've watched that one. All right, next up is... Uh, one by uh, one of my favorite directors, yeah, yeah, uh, Shaun of the Dead, directed by Edgar Wright and released in 2004. Oh, it's immense, it's immense, it's an immense thrill, yeah, yeah, that's where I was going with that. Yeah, okay, I wasn't sure, I, wasn't I sure definitely right. didn't mean to say immaculate instead of immense instead. <laughs> anyway, What's the story, Mason? So, a man decides to turn his more Oh, oh no, I didn't expect to run into a word I wasn't going to be able to pronounce uh, to not, from my memory, because this is a memory. Oh, right, right, right. So a man decides to turn from his boring life around, to turn his boring life around and win back his ex-girlfriend, reconciling his relationship with his mother and dealing with an entire community that has returned from the dead to eat the living. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, the first of the Cornetto, Cornetto trilogy. trilogy. Which, with Edgar Wright. With Edgar Wright, yeah. Yes, uh, it's great. So it's written by... 
uh, Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright, who are a fantastic writing team. They are. They're really funny. It's it's good because one, it's a zombie film, so you can't yeah. go wrong with that. Uh, it's got Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, hilarious like acting duo. Yeah, yeah. And then it's Edgar Wright's, who's director, like easily who, one of the most prolific and top yes, tier directors yes. working today. Because like his, I mean, the in this film, the transit, the biggest thing, the reason why I'm I'm an Edgar Wright fan is, is the transitions, his cuts. Yeah. And this film is like. Just it was like, oh, let me show you what I can do, baby. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, boom, 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 all these cuts, and it's like, your head is going like, wow, that it's really like, works. I and just, so, I can't, I, I don't, I can't. This, okay, so my, the only way I can explain Edgar Wright is gonna be like, the term hat on a hat. Yeah. Where it's like, this isn't gonna make any sense unless you already know what I'm talking yeah. about. But to me, Edgar Wright is like, he's like a modern actiony Wes Anderson. Yeah. He's got this weird like style and it's fantastic it's just, just really good it's, it's so quick yeah i mean is, i'm talking about i was talking about sharp writing earlier uh-huh. he edgar wright is just it's on point on a dime right. he's so fast the wit is so dry and great it's all it, good. it's 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 a thrill for me. it's like, an absolute high. thrill i, I mean we it's doing. edgar wright at his best but. silence of the lambs right oh yeah. yeah are we just gonna jump right into it or? <laughs> okay silence of the lambs directed by jonathan D- dem demi demi and released in 1991. A young FBI candidate must receive the help of an incarcerated, manipulative cannibal killer to help catch another serial killer, a madman who skins his victims alive. It's great. Anthony Hopkins is a treasure. I feel like yeah. I don't watch enough Anthony Hopkins movies. Yeah. He's super good. Yeah, he is. He's in this movie. Uh, my favorite of his movies is Transformers The Last Night. <laughs> <laughs> Please um, don't watch that film. Do no, yourself a favor. That's a, that's a kill. That's it. Um, um, yeah. No, but so so Jodie Foster's, who's also great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this movie's. Oh, this is actually kind of a hard one. I don't know. What do you? I want to hear your take on it. I haven't seen it. What are you doing? Do you do? Is this how you run your show? So you don't have to do any yeah. research. You just bring other people on to do it. Yeah. This time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I like. I know the entire storyline. Hello, Clarice. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna. Do. I'm just gonna quote the movie. I think it's like it's more of a Anthony. Okay, it's so a here's thriller. the thing. Anthony Hopkins is so creepy in it. He's such a phenomenal like killer. It's mm-hmm. really good. Um. The the other guy, the guy who plays the actual serial killer. Uh, what's his name? Is it like Buffalo Bill or something? Well, like yeah, yeah. His name's Buffalo Bill. I don't remember what his what the who the actor is that plays him, but he's creepy and good. I'm gonna go ahead and give this movie a kill because I'm ah! tough on movies. This right. is tough on movie Mason. Yeah. Um, just because it's a slower burn, okay. I guess. I don't even know. I don't even know what my criteria is anymore. I'm just gonna. I'm just doing. I'm just doing this by feel now. All right, uh, The Conjuring, directed by James Wan and released in 2013. Yeah, do it. Watch it. It's a thrill. I mean, it's just such a... It's hard to fail. It's like like I said, it's a blockbuster horror movie. And also it earned an R rating because it was so scary. Yeah, it was... It's it's creepy. Yeah. Uh, It... Directed by Andres no, this Muschietti and released in 2017. Yes, this is the, the new, new it. it. It's funny and Skarsgård is unsettling in his Ooh. performances, Pennywise. Ooh, gives me the chills. He's just like he did a lot of that contortionist stuff. I mean, it's himself. got a lot of child, child actors and yeah. they're good for the most part. Yeah, they're not bad performances. Right. And I mean, that's a lot when you have child actors. Yeah, especially when they're taking like a whole like the brunt of a role. It's a thrill because I think there's good enough jump scares where it oh, yeah. gives you that suspense and the, the but creepiness. it doesn't it doesn't do it over it doesn't no. do it to death it's and not then it's, cheap and then i think it's i mean it's a creepy clown and it yeah, was it's good all right the descent directed by neil marshall and released in 2006 now i have not seen this one i'll it's be a, fair it's a phenomenal but horror i movie. i know enough about it to where just knowing about it makes me go like whenever i think about it creepy I need to watch it, but then also I'm like, I don't want to watch it because I'm like, I'm going to be creeped out. So a caving expedition goes horribly wrong as the explorers become trapped and ultimately pursued by a strange breed of predators underground. It's really good. It changes a lot of things that you didn't like, because I don't, there's not a lot of cave horror movies or Mm -hmm. there weren't until The Descent came out. Yeah. Um, but it does it really well. I mean, first you get like, it's scary because they're in this like really tiny cave Uh and it's claustrophobic and they do that really well. Like, it really makes you feel like, oh, I can't move. Like, I got like, yeah. I just got to stretch out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then these monsters come in, and it's really scary. So I'm going to give it a thrill because I have yet to see anything do it as well. 
uh, or just like it. So I'm yeah, gonna give it a thrill too, and I haven't even seen it, but like I need oh, yeah. to see it. It's it's you should. It's, it's got a beautiful ending shot too. Yeah. Okay. Jeepers Creepers, directed by Victor Salva and released in 2001. This was the first horror movie I ever saw. Oh wow! And it was so scary to me as a child. I was terrified. I was this movie so up. afraid of this movie. We, yeah. we had tall grass, not even like cornfields. We had tall grass behind where I lived, right. and I was terrified of it for the summer. If you are listening to this and you are in fifth grade, watch this movie. <laughs> it's terrifying. Once you watch it as an adult, because I rewatched it later in life and was like, what is happening? It's not so great. Yeah. It's a good movie. I'm going to give it a kill because it's as not it's not near as good uh, in hindsight as it was when I was like but yeah. if you're if you've yeah. got if you're hosting like a um like a like a, a Halloween of, party for your for like for, children or something yeah and like I, I don't really know the context of that <laughs> like if you've got like a fifth grader brother or something and he's got a Halloween party yeah. this is like the edgiest movie you want yeah. to do it's like a you know what I mean yeah I remember the time it horrified me but now looking back on it I'm like there's not anything really that no, that makes it's me got, go. This is a must-watch. It's like, I mean, the song is the the, the jingles. Jeepers, creepers. Where'd you get those peepers? Yeah, no, it's jeepers, good. He like steals jeepers. eyeballs. Basically, where'd you get those eyes? Thing. Yeah, it's good. It's a good movie. Watch it uh, uh, if you're young. But I'm gonna go ahead and I, say I would that say this so. is okay. All right, Alien, directed oh, by Ridley Scott and oh, released in 1979. Oh boy, hey, you see that? Oh, he's got an alien tattoo. I've got an alien tattoo. Yeah. I love Alien and Aliens. It's they're so great. Uh, I told you I was gonna go talk about yeah. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, she is. I, I got it. First things first. A space merchant vessel perceives an unknown transmission as a distress call. It lands on the source moon and finds one of the crew attacked by a mysterious life form. They soon realize that its life cycle has merely begun. Guys, boys, guys, such a good movie. It's so good. Everything about it's good. It's directed by Ridley Scott. It was made in 1979. It feels like it was made yesterday. It's the the, the filmmaking is so great. The atmosphere is phenomenal. The alien is like it's so scary. It looks like a demon. It doesn't even look like an alien that you would think yeah. of. It's so scary. Um, I get the. It's a little tamer scares, I guess, compared to what you what you've got now. Nothing jumps out at you really, but it is such a great movie. It's science fiction. If you love science fiction, there's no more to even be said. Watch this movie. If you're in Halloween, if if this is Halloween, you want to throw because we got a lot of slashers, a lot of grounded in reality stuff. Uh-huh. You want to throw out, get a little sci-fi, get a little weird with it. This is a thrill. This is your movie. It's so good. So it's a it's a thrill. It's a thrill. It's one of those sci-fi alien films that like you gotta watch. Yeah, no, I yeah. mean it's good. Like I said, if, if it's a good because I feel like a lot of these movies are very similar. Mm. I think this is good. This will break up the monotony of your Halloween night if you're watching it. Reanimator, directed by Stuart Gordon and released in 1985. Tell us about this movie, Mason. Oh my goodness! <laughs> a dedicated student at a medical college and his girlfriend become involved in bizarre experiments centering around the reanimation of dead tissue when an odd new student arrives at campus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jeffrey Combs. Okay, this is this is an H.P. Lovecraft right. uh, book made into mm-hmm. a movie, and I love H.P. Lovecraft. Jeffrey Combs plays Herbert West, and he's he's so phenomenal. I know you haven't seen this movie, uh-huh. but it's so it's such a great performance. He's like comes in, he's this brash kid or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's like you know he's like you can reanimate. His whole thing is you can reanimate dead bodies or whatever. Right. And you know the professor's like, no, you can't. There's no way. It's impossible or whatever. So there's a scene where the doctor's talking after they have this argument, and Herbert West just starts snapping pencils or whatever, <laughs> like breaking his concentration. It's so good. Mm-hmm. But this movie had just took a shot of crazy sauce right uh-huh. from the bat. It's got I just can't I can't explain how insane this movie is. It's such a great B movie though. This is my all-time like one of my favorite B movies of all time. Okay. It's super cheesy. It's got all these characters act character actors and I'm no one but no big names and they come in and they're just like crank it to 10. Yeah. Crank it to 11. They all, all the way, way up to 11? 11. Oh, wow. They are so good. They just are overacting. Mm. It's a big old, it's a river of ham. It's a big old <laughs> sea of ham. Just honey baked, glazed, <laughs> delicious hammy actors hamming it up with cheese on top. It's cheesy and hammy, oh and it's a fantastic movie. You guys have got to watch it. 
absolute two thrills up. <laughs> two thrills up. Just based off of Mason's uh, love for this movie, I'm going to say it's a kill. It's, you should, I'm just, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, no, it's a thrill. Should, yeah, it's a thrill. It's, a, um, it's, it's a great movie. You guys, yeah. uh, you'll hate it, but it's I love it. It's so much, it's so much fun. Monster House, directed by Gil Keenan and released in 2006. I actually watched this for the first time on a, on an airplane. I love that this movie's on here because this has a special connection to me. Oh, yeah? Okay. Monster House, right? Mm-hmm. Three teens discover that their neighbor's house is a real living, breathing, scary monster house. Yeah. It's a simple plot. Yeah. This is a kid's movie. We should throw that out there. Uh, it's directed by Gil Keenan, but it's written by Dan Harmon. Oh. Do you know Dan, Dan Harmon? Yeah, he is. Uh... Yeah, he's great. He did Community, yeah. and he's, he's yeah. currently writing Rick and Morty. Yeah. And I love him. He's also got a podcast called Harmontown. Welcome to the Harmontown plug, where I just plug Dan Harmon. Yeah. All th- we're talking Harmon. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> No, I love Dan Harmon. He's a fantastic mm. writer. You guys should follow his stuff. He wrote this movie, which immediately endears it to me, even though I think I've only seen it once and don't really remember. I no, I do remember what. About I love this movie. It's it really terrifying. Good. It, it's, it's it's one of those scary. movies. It's like a good kids movie. Like it's they a actually CGI put thought into it. Animated. You yeah, know, kids I, I, movie. it's a thrill for me. It's definitely it's, a thrill because it's it's can scary. We just, can we talk about the ending? Yeah, because I got to remember. Make sure I'm remembering this right. Mm. So they like this woman. Falls in cement in the bottom of this, in the basement of this house, right. and dies there. Basically suffocates to death, yeah. And she becomes a, the monster of the house. Yeah. That was really scary to me as That's a kid. That's a metaphor for wives. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, oh. No, uh, no, but I mean, like, that, it was like a really, I remember, like, because they, like, show her falling in the cement. Yeah, that, like, and messed I was, me like, up. Oh man! I was like, she's well, and then it breaks. Remember, like he, yeah. he gets on top of it, and it breaks, and her skeleton's there. I remember going like, oh, "Whoa, that's not okay." Yeah, what's going it's on? It's really, it was scary. It's a scary movie. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a thrill for me. It's, it's an it's absolute a high thrill. thrill. It's, it's Dan Harmon also. Yeah, I think just it's go. the only animated movie on this list. So um, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I was gonna throw uh, the Charlie Brown. Uh, it's the Great Pumpkin or whatever. Oh, that's a good movie. I love it. I, but then I was like, ah, I don't know if I should. We could go through a whole tangent of animated ones because yeah, it's like, um, well, uh, cor- uh, no, yeah, Corpse Bride, but mm-hmm. also Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. But is that a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? Is Die Hard a Halloween movie? Or no, a, it's a, a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. God, I messed that up. <laughs> I had one job and I messed that up. You know what? Perfect segue. Because do you know who directed Die Hard? Was it John McTiernan? It was John McTiernan. Who also directed Predator, which oh. was released in 1987. Oh. And fun fact, filmed in Puerto Vallarta, which is where I'm from. I thought you were from Utah. Yeah. No. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> where I was born. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with mm. you. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Guys, if you haven't watched Predator yet, I don't care. Go watch Predator right now. Turn this radio program off and yeah. go watch Predator. I don't care. I l- it's my. F- it's one of my favorite movies I love of all Predator. time. It's such a great movie. Uh, I mean, do it. I Come can't do. Me. I can't do an uh, an Arnold uh, accent uh, when he's dragging himself good. through the mud. Yeah. Uh, this is where the titular line: "Run, go, <laughs> get to, get the, to chopper. the chopper." Yeah, this is where that's from. Um, so a team of commandos on a mission in a Central American jungle find themselves haunted by an extraterrestrial warrior. Oh boy! This movie. So Okay, so let me just... All right. So, 80s action movies are these these movies with big, muscly men going in with huge, crazy machine guns yeah. and destroying everything in their path. Uh-huh. The first, like, half of this movie is that exactly. It's like these big... Because it's like got Jesse Ventura, the wrestler. It's got Carl Weathers, and he's ripped in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got... Fun fact. Uh, you know what? I'll get to the fun facts later. This is hard. These are mean facts. Yeah. Um, so he, they're these big muscly guys. They run into the jungle. They start mowing down um, this like these this like drug cartel basically. Yeah. Um, but then it turns out there's an alien in it that systematically starts picking off these huge muscly machine gun guys one at a time. And I mean these guys are no joke, big and scary. I mean there's a scene in Predator where um, I forget the actor's name. 
Uh, he's 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 the black character. Uh, he's like the, one of the big Carl he, Weathers. Yeah, I think he he, he walks up to to Schwarzenegger. Oh and he's yeah, like, the handshake. Ah, you son of a b. And then it's just like they it's, shake hands and just zooms in other muscles. Great, it's like a meme now or whatever. Where they like it's like the manliest handshake yeah. in uh, cinema or whatever. Um, but so they sy- systematically start picking off right. these characters. It's deconstructing this action genre yeah. until all that's left is a huge muscly man. Like covered in mud, fighting a, an alien hand to hand combat. Yeah, it's and so it's good. It's so good because the effects were like new. Like they, there's a lot they of hold stuff. Up. Yeah, they hold up, and it's interesting how they did it. Like once you actually like get into the behind the scenes stuff, yeah. like there's a lot of like, like I think Schwarzenegger would take all the other guys like every morning they'd run and every night they'd run and they'd lift and yeah. they would just. They would like just it was the type of thing where they'd yeah, like was, bench press, bench press, bench press, then walk on to set. Yeah. So they look like even more jacked than normal. And like they, they hardly slept. They just spent most of their time working out. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. it was um but it's so interesting because it's you setting a film in a jungle already is gonna give you a sense of uneasiness because it's the jungle, right? Right. But then it's so unfamiliar you, territory. Yeah. So you You're have them in the jungle field. and there's an alien. Like most alien movies before this were set in space or like... Or you knew it was an yeah. alien movie. So that's the one thing. Because at the beginning of this movie, it shows a spaceship landing to Earth. And that was added like later on. Like that wasn't in the original yeah. script. But this movie would be so much powerful if you're just watching an 80s commando movie yeah, and about soldiers. Then all of a sudden this crazy alien yeah. starts murdering and everybody. And then also I mean, the character of the Predator and like he's so massive and he's so terrifying yeah. and so interesting. And yeah. it's... The whole ritual the and they the don't, game yeah. and the hunt. They don't and, overexplain it. Right. There's an alien here. Right. He's like they, killing soldiers. We hardly, How we yeah, we hardly understand why he's here. What's he doing? Mm-hmm. Like They're just like, oh, yeah, he's killing people. Yeah. And um, it's, yeah, it's great. It's so good. Is it a thrill or is it a kill, though, for this list? I'm going to say uh, I'm gonna say it's a thrill. I think if you're going <laughs> to break, I think if you're looking for some of that thing that's going to break that mold again, just like Alien did, it's going to give you a little, little twinge yeah. of sci-fi in your horror. Let's do it. I'm going to give it a thrill. Yeah, I would give it a thrill, too, just because I love this so movie. So good. Shane Black, yeah, who wrote this movie, helped write this movie, they couldn't afford to bring any writers down to the jungle with them, uh-huh. so they put him in the movie as one of the as one of the like murderers. Uh-huh. So there's like these like six huge, like super muscly bound dudes, and uh-huh. then there's this like skinny Shane Black or whatever. <laughs> it's so great. He went on to direct and write this most recent Predator that yeah. just came out. I don't want to talk about it. that. Oh, okay. It's not good. <laughs> okay. All right, last one on our list is Super 8, directed by J.J. Abrams. I haven't seen this. And released in 2011. You haven't? I'm not. Well, it's a great film, man. You are missing out. Well, okay, so I know, okay, it's, me... I know it's about these kids who bring up, who get a Super 8 camera. So this is, this is uh, I typed in Super 8 and it brought up Super 8 Motels. Let me tell you about Super 8 Motels. Uh, okay, so yeah, the story is in 1979, Ohio, several youngsters... Uh, gosh, no one calls people youngsters. That's anyway, a, that's an interesting one. Yeah. In 1979, uh, Ohio, several youngsters uh, are making a zombie movie with a Super 8 camera in the midst of filming. The friends witness a horrifying tra- train derailment and are lucky to escape with their lives. They soon discover that c- catastrophe was no accident as a series of unexplained events and dis- disappearances follows Deputy Jackson Lamb. The father of one of the kids searches for the terrifying truth behind the crash. Okay, so this movie, if you like Stranger Things, Stranger Things got a lot of influence from this. This this was before, so this was 2011, so it's before Stranger Things. But if you watch this movie and you watch Stranger Things, you get where they got a lot of the influence. It's a lot of young kids. I do like Stranger it's Things. It's 80s, like it's well, it's technically it's 1979, so it's pre 80s, but it's very and it's Abrams. That's certainly and a way is, to describe anything before 1980. <laughs> Pre-80s? Pre-80s, yeah. 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 Um, but uh, it's J.J. Abrams, which I, I think is a, he's a good director. Well, yeah. I mean, he's got... And I mean, he did Cloverfield, too. Yeah. That's a pretty good horror movie. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty good. It's not so much... It's a sci-fi movie, more than anything. Okay. It, it's a you. PG-13, so I don't know that it's scary, scary, but I think it's, it's intriguing enough and... There's enough of the nostalgia, and again, if you like Stranger Things, it's very Stranger Things-esque. So there's enough of that for me to warrant it being a thrill. Okay, so I'm on Netflix. I just queued Netflix up. Uh-huh. Uh, Stranger Things is right here, right next to it is Super 8. Which one am I watching? Because you if, if you're going to say Stranger Things, then this is a kill, and we're going to put give Stranger Things a, a watch, thrill. Watch Super 8. 
Okay, watch it. Because it's a movie and it's good. Is it a is it a killer or a thrill? It's a thrill. It's a thrill. Definitely, because it's sci-fi and it's like small town. What's going on? And the kids, the kids are pretty good in this movie. Like right. they're they're pretty interesting. Okay, they're pretty good actors. I don't want to bring this back up. Uh huh. Is Dave DeHaan in this movie? I'm not. Is he? He is. No, this, no, no. He's not in this. He's one. in that other one where they get Chronicle. superhero powers. Chronicle. Chronicle. That is a thrill, in my opinion. You not Let for this, a- not for this, but I think you have to watch Chronicle because it's interesting. You are tuning in to the Dane DeHaan hour, where we <laughs> talk right, about everything Dane about Dane DeHaan. His hair's pretty good, not going to lie. Um, uh, Valerian, was... fail. Yeah. Cure for wellness, pass. Amazing Spider-Man, good for the beginning of it, bad was for the he... end. He was in was the that, second one. Was, he played Harry Osborn. I no, 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 but was, was that Andrew, Andrew Garfield? Garfield? Yeah. <sighs> rough. It's a rough, it's rough. Andrew Garfield deserved better, let's say that. Well, listen, I mean, Andrew Garfield has lived his entire life eating lasagna and hating Mondays. You're thinking of the wrong Garfield, man. That's Garfield the cat, you Welcome to Talking Garfield, where we're talking Garfield all day, every day. Andrew Garfield, Garfield the cat, anything with a name Garfield, Um, here we go. Didn't we have a president named Garfield? Yes, we did. Something Clover? No. Grover. Grover Cleveland. No, yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. George Garfield? James Garfield. George. Oh, we're just making stuff up. I don't even know. Now I don't even think. I'm not even. But the point is, that super eight's a thrill. Mason, you haven't seen it, so I, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be a kill from you. I'm going to give it a thrill, too, because it sounds interesting, and I want to go watch it. Yeah, you should. It's a good one. Um, okay, so so those are, the, those are the movies that you have to, that you can watch this Halloween season. Do you want to hear my uh, Super 8 review? Yeah. Uh, the bed was too hard. Oh, wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Mason Schrader, comedy, <laughs> comedy, uh, comedy guy. James A. Garfield, you were actually right. Oh, okay. Thanks again, Mason, for being on the show. Thanks for having uh, me. It was a pleasure, and um, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the end of our show. Tune in next week at the same time and on the same frequency. I've been your captain, Jose Valle, with my. I'm going to say doctor. I'm the I'm the I'm okay. the medical staff. I'm, okay. I'm sure. No. Um, um, maybe you guys will see me again. I don't know. I had a yeah, lot of fun. I think I think I had a lot of fun too. I think Hear Mason will be will be popping up again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this has been Captain's Log, and we've reached the end of our transmission. Nice.